You're listening to The Fashion Detour, a show that provides insights into the minds of creatives within the fashion industry. My name is Michal Goldfein, and I'm sitting down with the creators to talk about their processes, their inspirations, and lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, I am super excited. This week we have an amazing guest. Her name is Nahami Tenenbaum. She is the founder and owner of Carmela Cosmetics. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm enjoying the nice weather finally that we've been having. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so nice. The sun has come out. Yes, it, definitely. And um, I... I just wanted to share a little bit with everyone out there, um, you know, how we kind of connected and just to let everyone know um, that I think your brand is amazing, obviously, and I know that you uh, care, put a lot of care into your uh, lipsticks and not just, you know, what goes in them, but also in general, you know, about, about you care so much about women and empowering them. And so I just had such a great connection to your brand. So, um, that's, that's where this whole uh, thing started. Thank you so much, Michal. Yeah, it's so funny because I noticed we've been following each other for a while when you reached out to me and I was like, Oh yeah, of course I know who she is. You know, you, your, your pictures are always so, um, happy looking like they have great energy you you have great energy i should say um such positive energy and um it's really fun to follow you i have to tell you and um, oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> no you know what it's funny that you say that because i know that a lot of people like in the in the beauty industry in the fashion industry it's like this thing where you know you're supposed to give this like you know, serious, sophisticated look. And it's just like, it's just not me. And whenever I try to do it, it just comes out wrong. So <laughs> I guess I'll just keep sticking with what I'm doing. And, um, and sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so refreshing. Honestly, seeing people like you, it's so refreshing. And also you're supposed to be yourself. That's what people are drawn to. They, they want to see you. You know what I mean? That's why they're following you. And I feel like a lot of us try to be a little bit like, like we think that people want to see a certain image or a certain, um, a certain thing, whatever it is. But when we're ourselves, that's when people are really drawn to us. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, and getting to your, your brand, Carmela Cosmetics, what inspired you to start it? So it's, okay, it's interesting that, um, okay, so basically, um, it's funny because I wasn't one of those kids who, you know, they said one day I'm going to have my own makeup line. That was never the plan. Um, what, I actually was planning on becoming a psychologist, believe it or not. I was going to get a PsyD um, or a PhD and become a clinical psychologist. Um, what happened was, so I was always into makeup and I was always the one who my friends turned to when they um, needed makeup advice or Sephora shopping, whatever it was. I always loved it for sure. But for me, it was more of a hobby and like a form of, um, like a, a form of art, you know? Um, so what happened was, is after I graduated with my undergrad, um, in, in psychology, um, I wasn't sure what to do next. Like I was going back and forth between like which school to go to, which degree to get, PhD, PsyD, um, even maybe a clinical social worker degree. Um, 
And I kind of took like that year off to just figure it out. And my grandmother was visiting and she's an artist. Um, and she, she asked me for some help with makeup because I was always the one who people turned to for makeup help. And I said before, and I actually brought out a book that I had bought years earlier um, by a celebrity makeup artist and Robert Jones. And I, I was showing her um, pictures and we were discussing like different options for her features and skin type. And she turns to me and she's like, Hobby, why don't you just go to makeup school? Like you, you're so passionate about makeup. But why don't you just go to makeup school and learn it? So I went to makeup school and I loved it. Um, and I, the one thing I, dis- I discovered when I was there was that there was a real need for high end natural products. So meaning products that did not contain harsh chemicals um, that could be detrimental and unhealthy for your skin. Um, and but but they would still perform well, you know, last well, um, feel good, look good. Um, so I started doing research, and I ended up a, a couple years later. I actually went to I, I went to grad school at the same time for my MBA, um, and I ended up launching my own lipstick line. I, I started off with lipsticks. My my goal really is to have a full line eventually, but um, I launched with lipsticks as a starting point. Um, so that's pretty much how my line developed. Wow, that's amazing. And it's it's so special that, you know, your grandmother was supporting you and, you know, telling you to follow um, that dream because I'm sure not every everyone would be like that or like necessarily see the, um, you know, see that right fruition for you. Yeah, it's true. It's funny because my that grandmother in particular is very into um academics and like going to school going to college um but yeah so it's it's I was kind of surprised actually but the truth is I don't know if she really if she meant that I should do it instead of college (laughs) 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 but but, um regardless I still went I still went to college but um but yeah no she she's super supportive like I actually when when I go to visit her in New York um she goes on my Instagram with me and she loves to take pictures and she she loves it I bring her lipstick yeah (laughs) you ever you ever post pictures of her Yes, I have. I posted, I think it's been twice. I think twice. Yeah. That's so sweet. That's so cute. Yeah, she loves it. So, so do you feel like your background, you said you went to get your MBA. Do you feel like that helped you a lot? You know, it's funny because I'm, <laughs> I don't know. You know, the thing about like, school and MBA is it's a lot of theory. And of course, we have to do, you know, case studies and stuff. So um, that was practical. But I, I feel like I learned a lot on the job more than I learned in business school. I hope my professors don't kill me for saying that, but (laughs) whatever, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like real life is just different. I mean, experience and and learning on the job is just a different story, you know? Oh yeah. I agree a hundred percent. I, uh, I do special ed during the day and, um, I have students, um, that vary from, you know, second grade to high school and definitely, I mean, it was all nice and everything to hear about, you know, different educational philosophies and, you know, practices, but at the end of the day, you know, every, every human being is so different and every situation is just kind of like, you know, you go through it and you learn as you're, as you're doing it. So for sure, for sure. Yeah. So that was definitely the case, my case. Yeah. I mean, but it's nice to, to just like have the education and to know that like you did your part because like I, I come from a family where we all go to college and grad school. So for me, it was just like, I felt, I, I don't know what the word is, but just like, I guess satisfied that, that I, I did, I did my thing. I went to school and now I'm opening my business, you know? Yeah. And so have there been challenges 
since starting your brand? Oh yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There. Okay. So I guess I'll think of like which ones. um, Okay. So first of all, I'll tell you one thing that applies to everybody, like any business owner is deciding what to outsource and what to do yourself. Because sometimes you, you, you might, you might be good at a lot of different things, but you also have to decide what you're going to put your time into and, and your energy. You know what I mean? Because it's not like they're only, you know, 24 hours a day and it's not even, you know, you're sleeping half the time, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's like <laughs> outsourcing was, was really like, and that's hard for me because I'm a little bit of a micromanager. So like in, in terms of, you know, even like social media stuff and whatever, um, and I had to learn how to just like give it over and trust someone else, you know? Yeah, I definitely can relate to that. I think, I think that that is, you know, you, it's your baby you know, you want it to be perfect. You want it to be the way that you see it. So it's hard to give up that control. Right, right. And also these days, since we're, you know, in the era of like, of of personal branding and stuff, everything, like all of my work, my website, my social media, like everything, my product, it's it's all a reflection of me. So even more so, you know what I mean? Like you want to be really careful that it reflects you in the light that you want to be, you know, shown in. So so that's definitely something. um, And I'm still working on like different, you know, in, in different areas, because like I, for example, like I know how to use Photoshop, but I'd rather my graphic designer do that because it takes her a fraction of the time and she's a professional. Do you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, and I mean, also like it's going to sound really like cliche, but you know, the work-life balance yes. can really take over. Like it could be all encompassing to take over your life. It's crazy. Like before you know it, it's 10 o'clock at night. You're like, I've been working the whole day, <laughs> you know? Yes, definitely. And, and how have you been managing with the coronavirus? Has that been affecting your business has that been a challenge? Yeah, so it's it's funny because I they say that during a recession, um, people women still buy makeup, so I've seen that to be to be true. Um, thank God. Um, but I am working from home, and we're actually all at my parents' house now. Um, all the kids and we all were everyone moved in and um, there's actually a baby my nephew's here so I've kind of like give it I, I'm not working as much as I used to or I usually work with like, you know the, like before the corona days um, yes. because I feel like you know it's it, the, the situation is it's never gonna happen again and I'm gonna take advantage of the you know the family time that I have right now so um, it's definitely affected you know, my business in that way. But at the same time, I'm still like getting whatever I need to get done. So maybe I'm just overworking before. I don't know, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it definitely keeps things in perspective. And so right now you have your website, Carmela Cosmetics, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And do you also um, do, are you a makeup artist or you? Yeah. So I am a makeup artist. Um, and I don't practice really anymore. Um, I stopped advertising once I started growing my business um, because it's, it's, it's kind of difficult to put yourself, to spread yourself like, you know, in, in too many directions. Um, but one thing that I, I started doing actually recently was giving makeup classes. Um, and, you know, I just, I, I guess that's, I, I feel like for me, that's, I, I enjoy that more than the application aspect of it. Um, and I got to meet like a lot of people and, you know, give group classes, which is really fun. Uh, so I, I'm offering that virtually as well. Um, but most of my classes, are, um, you know, are being put on pause right now because of Corona. Well, regardless, yeah. that's, that's really cool. I think yeah, I, need to be, yeah. I, I need to take one of your classes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That'd be so fun. I mean, I'm not, it's funny because 
I I love makeup and I love color, especially like I'm one of those people that will have like, I'm not afraid to have pink eyeshadow and green and, and you know, teal and like all these like insane colors. Um, how well I blend them, I don't know, but <laughs> I, I just go for it, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny though, because I'm telling you, like sometimes it's just about the lighting. Like you could think that your makeup looks amazing and perfect. The blending is you know, spectacular, you walk outside, try to take a selfie, and it's like, what was I thinking? Like, what happened, you know? Um, So sometimes it's just, like, about the lighting, I'm telling you. It just, you have to make sure to get it, to to check in in good lighting. Right, and apply it, apply it in, and make sure you have good lighting when you're doing it. Exactly, exactly, yeah. (laughs) So your lipsticks are naturally formulated without parabens, GMOs, and a bunch of the other stuff that we don't want in our makeup, and they're gluten-free. Why is this so important to your brand? So I wanted to give like a safer option for women, you know, because people don't realize that you know, your skin absorbs whatever you put on it. So if you put, you know, makeup that has parabens or, you know, GMOs, whatever, it, it's all getting absorbed into your skin um, and then into your, into your bloodstream. You know what I mean? So, and, and, and all those chemicals that we list on our site, those have all been like proven to, to be correlated with, with different um, diseases or illnesses, cancer, you know, um, liver disease, you know, just, I'm like blanking it honestly, I can't think of other ones, but you know, just like a lot of a different, um, harmful illnesses or just, yeah. 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 So it's, it's important to not only like make sure that what you're putting in your body, like what you eat and your food, you know, is, uh, is, is safe and good for you, but also what you're putting on your skin. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's always like better to be safe than sorry, you know, like why, why would you put something on your skin? if like, you know, that like it could potentially be harmful. Like no one wants to take that risk, you know? So it's just better, um, to, to be safe. So, so that's why I, I, you know, created a natural brand because I wanted, you know, to give women that option. Yeah. And do you, was it hard? Was it a hard process to, you know, come up with the formulations, like to get it the way that you wanted it to be? Yeah. So the way it works is I, I have a lab that I pretty much wrote down a list of um, what I wanted my lipstick to be. So I said I wanted it to be super silky, weightless, you know, feel great, last all day, etc. And then I also wrote a list of chemicals, ingredients that they had to leave out. Mm-hmm. So they created the, the lipstick, sent it to me. Uh, we went back and forth for about a year, a little less than a year, um, until I approved the formula. Um, because there are so many, like, just like minute differences between the li- between lipsticks, you know what I mean? Like if you just swatch different lipsticks, you'll like, you'll see the way it feels, the way it lasts, um, the way it applies. So until I, I approved that. So yeah, it took, it took close to a year, um, because they, they had to leave out all these chemicals and, um, and, and do their best, you know, with what they had. Yeah. So one, um, in a really important part of your brand is female empowerment. So yes. where did this all come from? How, uh, why is it so important to you? So, you know, it's, it's important to me because I feel like women need to have a voice. And a lot of women just suffer in silence with different conditions, illnesses. You know, I have friends who have gone through some serious stuff, you know, eating disorders, breast cancer, um, or they've seen loved ones suffer through them. And it's just, it, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to watch that. You know, I wanted women to have a, to have a safe place 
um, and, and to feel, and, and to know that they're not alone, you know, and to feel supported because that makes such a huge difference. You know, it's like the mindset thing. Like when you know that you have a community and you know that you have um, other women like cheering you on or supporting you um, and, and going through the same things so they could really empathize with each other. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we can empathize with each other. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's why it's, it was super important to me. And we actually include on, um, with, with first orders, a bingle that says perfectly imperfect because that's part of our, our women empowerment idea, which is that we're all perfectly imperfect. You know, like, our, of course, we have flaws and imperfections, but those like those make us unique and stronger, you know, and, and they make us perfectly imperfect. Yeah. And I would, I would, I couldn't agree more with you. Um, I think that if we were all the same or we were all perfect, we would just be really boring. Um, (laughs) No, but it's, you know, that's what makes everyone special. And in addition to that, you know, the fact that you're so, you care so much about women having a place to just, you know, you know, be who they are and, you know, be, and just, giving them the opportunity just like, you know, to, 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 to say what they feel. And, you know, it, it makes, it makes a huge difference, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I've had women come up to me at events and tell me how much it means to them. Um, there was, I was at the NIDA walk because we donate 10% of our um, profits from our red collection to NIDA, which is the National Eating Disorders Association. And a woman came over to me and she also has en- endometriosis, which we also, which our purples go to. And, she was telling me how much it means to her because people just don't talk about certain, you know, illnesses enough. Like, like endo, for example, you know, it's not, it's not as well known. Um, and, and these women feel, feel alone. You know what I mean? They feel helpless and alone and like misunderstood. But when they see a whole community of people talking about it and bringing awareness and donating to it, then they start feeling, you know, supported and some of the burden just like eases away. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. I mean, you, you're, you know, 100% invested um, into these causes, which is really amazing. Um, I, I know that you donate 10% of your net profits um, from every lipstick to different organizations, like you were saying, um, like eating for organizations uh, for women with eating disorders or breast cancer. So it's, it's, it's super duper special. Thank you. Yeah, it's very important to me. Yeah, I mean, you have to realize I grew up in a family with parents who are like, like chasad, like kindness, you know, was the, um, what was something that was just like the norm, I guess you would say, you know, um, and it was expected, it was expected of us. So when I started my own line and I wanted my, my own brand, I, I wanted to bring like a deeper meaning to the brand. I didn't want it to just be about the makeup, which is obviously I find that important as well, you know, making women feel beautiful. Um, however, I also wanted to bring like a deeper, a deeper meaning to it and, and discuss and discuss issues and, and just re- relatable things that, that women could could support each other with. So that's how I incorporated that giving back. So program. each lipstick um, collection has like a correlating foundation, right? That, yes. that you support. So could you tell us which one correlates with, with which? Yeah, sure. So the reds are donated to NIDA, um, the pinks to the NBCF, which is the National Breast Cancer Foundation, um, endo, the National... Um, oh my gosh. Oh, Endometriosis Foundation of America. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Um, so the purple ones are donated to, 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 the, to them. And then the nudes are donated to the Rapunzel Project, which is um, a lesser known organization. But what they do is they, have you heard of them? No, I have not. 
Okay, okay. So I, I honestly, I would just like start talking and explaining what they are because they're like the the smaller one, um, but equally as important. Um, so they um, provide awareness and funding for women to receive cold caps while they're undergoing chemo. And cold caps is a is a technology um, that helps prevent hair loss when these women are going through chemo. And a lot of women don't even know that this is an option, um, but they're like they are growing and they're all over they're all over like uh, they're all over america i'm not sure how many states they are currently but um they're helping a lot of women avoid hair loss during chemo so it's really special wow that's yeah. amazing and now it makes sense the rapunzel project like now I'm right ready. the hair <laughs> but but it's 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 really unbelievable um and getting to the makeup sure. <laughs> so what are your personal favorite lip colors <laughs> okay so i'm just gonna say that like i always say that's like asking a mother which is her favorite child because <laughs> like i literally went and i created all the colors um myself but i will tell you that okay so obviously it's about like which ones look the best on me um so i am drawn towards um eternity and immortal which is um it, it eternity is like a baby pink like a vibrant baby pink and immortal is a nude it's like our nudist nude um and it's just because honestly like i love all my colors like for real and it's just because those two happen to look i feel good in them so i like to wear them you know what i mean but like i have a friend who looks amazing and you know like radiance i think you're looking at radiance right so she loves radiance and you know she like, like she, she would never wear, choose anything else. So it's just like about like what your personal preference is. Oh yeah, for sure. And yeah. um, what advice would you give someone picking out a lip color? So, I, okay. So what I usually tell people is tell me like what you're drawn to, like choose a few colors that you're drawn to because it really, it, it's really amazing the way I, like our mind works, our brain works. I don't know what you want to call it, but basically you, you, the chances that you're going to look good in a color that you really like are pretty high, to be honest. Um, after that, you want to get into like the science behind it to figure out which ones really like match your skin tone. It's really about cool versus warm. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're cool toned, then you want to go with the more cool color, like pinks, if you're or reds with blue undertones, which is cool. And if you're warm, then you want to go with like warmer colors. So the, like the the corals, the the orange reds, um, the any color that's like in the warm family. Um, and if you're neutral, which means if you have like a mix of undertones, then of warm and cool, then you can really go with anything. And it's just about like what you feel good in, you know? Yeah, I, I, I'm like now I'm thinking to myself, okay, wait, which one am I? You know, as I'm like <laughs> listening to this. Um, but I'm sure that, you know, there's a somehow some way to check. Yeah, so it's funny because like I've actually, I've done like many story sequences on this and I actually have a save to our highlights. So you should, Ooh. yeah, it's under color theory. Um, but I, I have to come out, like I've been thinking of my, my to-do list that I need to come out with like a video, like an IGTV video that just talks about it and goes over all like the information again so people could, you know, could figure it out. Because once you get the hang of it, it's so simple. Like people don't realize it. It, it sounds scarier than it is. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, I, I think that the one color that maybe I'm, there, there's like this like a uh, cool purple color that I know that um, just doesn't I, I don't like the way it looks on me it's weird like when my lips are closed I think it looks good but as soon as my my mouth is open I don't that's a very weird thing I know um, it's so funny which color um it's kind of like um I'm trying to think it's like a 
It's like that, it's definitely a unique color, like a bluish purple color that I don't think that I like carry so well. Like uh, I'm looking at yours now, like maybe like Aura, for example. Like oh, it's, it's a like hard, aura, yeah. it's kind of like a hard color to pull off, but I'm sure, you know, if you balance it out with like the right makeup, I think that's a big part of it. Is Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Also you have to realize that like there are some colors that like you just reminded me like, okay. So for example, like my, so I created all the colors myself, right? So what I did was I mixed a lot of different undertones into each color so that they'll be able to, to match as many and flow with as many skin tones as possible. So sometimes what you'll find is there'll be a color that's just like a pure like a, a total cool color. So someone with a warm skin tone, it's going to look funny in that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so there really is a, it, it, it makes sense. You know, you're not meant to, you know, wear every single color out there. Um, although I'm sure that, do you think that there is like a universal color? Yeah. So, so as I said, like the way I created my colors, which is also very unique to our brand is that they look great on like all different, um, skin, skin, like I guess I'll say shades of skin and ethnicities. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's more of like, your undertones play into it more and like what your comfort level is for, because like, for example, um, I, I think you asked about, we asked about the nudes or in general, like any color. Um, I think, well, in general, I, I guess, and then we could go into specifics. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, like for example, like I have a red, right? I have a red called high vibe, which has a blue mm -hmm. undertone and that looks good on literally every single skin tone and undertone and shade like I have had um you know white people black people um you know every every uh, ethnicity you know, ethnicity yeah where um wear the high vibe and look beautiful like they rock it you know what I mean and the same thing for like bitten um I just had a few models wear that and uh, which is like a nude a nude pinkish color um I've also yeah I mean yeah yeah I I, I was gonna say that like those two would be your your most um, you know versatile colors. You feel like you know anyone could wear. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, and it's funny because um, I once interviewed a she makes I, I forget what it's called. Like she develops people's palettes, oh, like their yeah. color palettes. Yeah, that's so cool. yeah, yeah. Um, and so it just this whole discussion is just reminding me of that, and especially what you were saying before about how like if you're really drawn to a color, then you're gonna look good in it because it's color and what we wear and what we put on our skin and our makeup. It's very um, it's subjective and it's emotional and it's very like there's a there's a connection there that like usually what you gravitate towards is what ends up you know what looks good on you. So I think that that, exactly. you know, yes, hundred percent. I totally agree. Yeah. That made a lot of sense to me. So, so how do your lipsticks feel like when you put them on? So it feels super creamy as you're applying it. Like people with sensory issues love this. Um, and basically as it, I guess like settles, you don't feel it. So you'll be walking like a few hours into the day, You'll be wearing it. You'll walk past the mirror and you're like, oh, my lipstick's still on. Like, you forget that you're wearing lipstick because it's weightless. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you're talking tomorrow. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm the type of person that, you know, I put my makeup on in the car and I definitely do not reapply um, unless I'm going to a wedding. But that, you know, that's just like one and done. Right. So that is music to my ears. Yeah. No. And, and no one wants to feel their lipsticks. Like, you know, that sticky feeling that sometimes lipsticks or lip glosses have. Yes. Yes. So you will not have that with ours. Like, it's not like that at all. It's, it's so we call it a silk matte formula because it's matte like as you can see in our pictures it's a matte finish but it has that moisturizing effect so it doesn't dry you out but it also kind of counterbalances the 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 dry dryness aspect of a matte formula so it keeps that's why it it just feels like silky and then you don't feel it does that make sense yeah i mean it definitely and (laughs) do you have any lipstick applicating tips yeah so okay so the first thing i would say is you know sometimes um people especially with high pigment lip colors such as ours like um people have trouble you know getting getting it into like a neat line they sometimes Mm -hmm. like outside their lips so a great tip is you can take a brush uh uh, like a thin makeup brush and um apply it first to the outside of your lips and then kind of color it in using the lipstick so that's a way to do it like in a more like neat fashion Yes, for sure. Yeah, so that's number one. Or another tip is you could really use the pointy part and just trace it, you know, just to be, and, instead of applying it with like the full, um, like the full top, I guess you say, you know what I mean? Um, just use the, the pointy part to trace the, it. And then, of the applicator. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then another thing is if you want it to last, and I always tell people this, um, because it's not the, the type of formula that dries on your lips because we don't want it to dry you out. Mm-hmm. Um, the way to get these lipsticks to, to last really all day is to blot it in between layers with a tissue. It's like so easy. You just, you apply it, blot, apply it, blot. You, you can do it however many times you want. Um, you, you won't need it like for the pigment because it's like super high pigment, you'll see. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you want to take it like another like, like another step further, which it, you, could, you could just put on like a translucent, clear uh, trans- that, that is clear okay. translucent powder over to um really seal it in wow that's such a interesting idea that what you just said with the blotting in between and um yeah i will definitely try that yeah and and i've always wondered you know with the the, the setting powders i've never used it myself so i've always wondered if it they actually like you know, really make a difference? Yeah. So I think it depends um, on your lips. So personally, like sometimes, so as I said before, because we have some extra oils to kind of give it that silky finish. um, If you are one of those people who really like matte, like just matte, you know, straight up matte, no shine, and you apply the powder, that will take care of that in a second. Um, if you're doing it for the lasting power, um, it, it depends. It really depends. You should if you overdo it, like you could ruin it. So you have to just like put it on like very, just like sprinkle like very lightly. Like you could put it on a tissue even, and then just blot it with a tissue. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it really depends on your lips. I don't like to say like. I mean, I th- it definitely should help for sure. But I always say everybody's lips are different, so you know it's not like one size fits all. So it's like just oh, for sure. Sp- Yes, yes, a hundred percent. And I love you were saying you also love the high vibe because it it's a gorgeous like red, but it has some some pink in it. Yes, and blue. Yes, mm-hmm. and also the allure is gorgeous. Yeah, um, it's so rich. It's it's so rich. Like you feel like you're just like uh, in the like like sun kissed. It, it reminds me of, like being like the sun kissed look. You know. I know, and and red is just there's something about wearing like a red lipstick. It just like gives you that 
confidence, you know, you're ready to take on the world. <laughs> yes, totally. hundred <laughs> percent. I always say that like you, you could choose a lipstick based on what mood you want to be in. Literally. You know what I mean? Yes. I, how would you suggest to do the rest of the face when you're wearing the colors? So when you, when you, whenever you wear a bold lipstick, you always want to make sure to keep the rest of the face as neutral as possible. So, you know, I mean, if you, if you're one of those people who like a heavy contour, let's say, right, you could still do that. That's fine. Um, but it's pretty much like about the eyes. Like you want to keep the eyes more neutral because, you know, if, if you have like a super dramatic eye with a super dramatic lip, then one, they, they just end up like, they, they don't complement each other, you know? Um, but when you keep one neutral, like if you have super bright lips or super red lips, um, super bright red lips, you know, and then you make your eyes like more natural, it really gives it brings out your lips and then it like, you know what I mean? So it just, it complements it. Yeah. So, so I know because even like, you know, when you're wearing clothing and they always say like, if you're going to do something, you know, vol with volume on top, then you want to keep it simple and sleek on the bottom. So exactly. it's kind of similar. Like you need to have that, you know, dimension and that, yeah. you know, play off right. of each other. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know what? It's, it's, you know what the word is that, um, that, that I was forgetting? It's the harmonious look. Like it, it, that's what it creates. That, that's the goal of makeup, to create a harmonious look. So you have to like harmony, like you can have harmony by itself. You need, you need the melody, you know what I'm saying? But when you have harmony, like it, it, it brings out the beauty of the melody. They bring out the beauty of each other. So the same thing with makeup. Like you don't want to overdo one. And, I mean, I'm sorry, overdo both. You, yes. you know, so just, yeah. So, and in terms of your pink lipsticks, um, which ones would you recommend? Well, it really depends on your skin, <laughs> on your skin tone and stuff. Like for you, I would choose um, the really fun and bright ones because you just pull them off so well. I mean, looking at your feet, it looks like you have a lot of fun with your lip colors, you know? Um, like you're a risk taker, oh. right? Like <laughs> I do. I try. I, I can't just like, I don't know. It's just, it's in my blood. Like I, I can't, I look at other people's, you know, feeds and, and I, they're all like modern and, and black and white and gray and with a touch of pink. And like, <laughs> it's just not me. Like I'm very colorful. No, but I and, love that. That's so nice. It's fun, you know? Yes. I mean, I love the Aloha. I think it's like such a punch of pink color like a barbie um yes exactly it's about it, it literally is by the way that's how i describe it to people i'm like it's a barbie pink so if you like that go for it you know what i mean like i think it's really pretty i think it's cool i'm just telling you that's what it is you know what I mean? right like like you're gonna get you're gonna get the high wattage you know color if you you know if you're going for yeah. that um and uh, do they work well with glosses on top um your lipstick yes totally i just tried it actually someone sent me um some some glosses um and i i just i did a demo because i wanted to make sure it worked first obviously um and it worked so well it it still stayed on just as long um and the gloss just gave it that glossy finish you know to to add a little bit of like um uh how do you say it? like you know we're i think a little more versatile you know Oh yeah, and for sure. Finish. Definitely. Um, and you have a lot of different collections, like your empowered collection. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> so, you know, I happen to love the the like the empowered collection with the name of it. Um, I don't necessarily have a favorite collection. It's more about but if I have to okay, let's say I had to choose one collection, right? So I would choose the breast cancer collection, um, the give back, the breast cancer collection, because it has all the pinks in it. So you're set. Like, you know, everyone, every woman has at least one pink lipstick. So you'll find the pink that works for you. You know what I mean? Like, 
when, when people ask me, you know, let's say like, for example, you just asked me about the pinks, right? So what, what I always say is like, what, what's your goal? Like with your lipstick, like, like, what are you looking for? So if they tell me they want like a natural, they love natural, you know, nude pinks. They almost want it to look like their lips, but just with like a little bit of like color. So then mm-hmm. I'll tell them to go with entice. But if they say they want like, they love super, they, like they, they love super bright. Then I say, and pink. Then I say aloha. If they want like a coral, they love corals. I'll be like radiance, go for radiance, you know? So it's just about like, like what you, what, what you're looking for in terms of like, you know, your favorites. Um, oh. Yes, a hundred percent. And I mean, especially with the nudes, which I don't know, I think nude is just like having a moment. I, I yeah. do think I do think it's hard with nudes because sometimes I feel like it does either either looks like you're not wearing any lipstick, like it's too nude, or but then you don't want it to get too dark. So it's like kind of hard to like get that like perfect in between nude. Yes, it is. And I'm definitely going to come out with more nudes eventually. Um, but it's interesting that you say that because I think in pictures sometimes like nudes look a certain way and then you swatch them like I'll swatch them all like on my arm and then I'll like story them and you could see that there is a real difference, you know, because as you said, like it's, it's just about the little the under the, the tones and the shades like a little more orange, a little more bronze, a little more blue, whatever it is, you know, that that gives it that that like unique color. Yeah, well, you definitely have some gorgeous ones like your Immortal and um, if you want it, I think it looks a bit darker, the Mystery, right? That's like a little bit more brown. Yes, that's I love that one. Would you ever wear a brown, by the way? Yes, I mean, you know, I, um, I, I would. I think like... I, I think I saw somewhere, you know, someone wearing it with like a very like silvery eyeshadow, like a white shimmery yes, yes. shadow. And and I thought, okay, like if if, if I'm gonna do the brown, I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna do it. Right, you know what I right. mean? <laughs> totally, totally. Yes, I actually love mystery. I haven't worn it in a while. Like I, I feel like I go through like phases with my lipsticks. Like I'll wear like one color for months. I'm like, okay, I'm bored next, you know? <laughs> like, so at one point I was wearing mystery a lot. Um, but yeah, like with, with the shimmer, the shimmery eyes is definitely the best match for that, I would say. Yeah, 100% agree. Okay, good. I'm on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or yeah. natural eyes. Like really, the truth is with, with a brown, the thing about nudes is that you can have a lot of fun with them. Like nudes, you really could go all out. You could do whatever look you want in your eyes. You could do whatever look you want in your face. Like because there's no real like color. I mean, there's color, but you, you know what I'm saying? It's, more, it's, earth, yes. it's earthy. So anything matches earthy tones. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, definitely. So that's the fun thing about nudes, which is what I like because I love, honestly, I love a good smoky eye. Like I love a nice, like even like colorful, like a pinky, like purpley smoky eye. And I can't wear that with a red lipstick, you know? So <laughs> I, I use, I, I use nudes for that. So I think um, confidence is definitely tied into, you know, what you wear and, um, you know, taking time for yourself, self-care. Do you also see that, that, you know, if you're, not to say that you shouldn't feel confident without those things, because of course, you know, you should confidence from within. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you feel like, you know, what you wear and your, and your, your makeup and those types of things, does, does that, does that, can that be a confidence stir? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it can be because, you know, the thing is like, at the end of the day, women, like we, we like to feel beautiful. You know what I mean? Well, everyone, truth is everyone. Like, it isn't, it's not a gender thing. Like, we all want to look put together and attractive. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, for, for, for many women, I guess not everybody's like this, but um, 
you know, putting on some makeup, putting on lipstick, like everyone has their thing that makes them feel um, attractive, you know, and, and confident. So even if it's not makeup, it could be the clothes that they wear, you know, their the way they get their hair done, like whatever it is, when you feel good about yourself, you absolutely give that over and have that confidence, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure that you could, pro- you, you might, you might have a list of the things that you would want to change if you could in the beauty industry, but does anything come to mind? Well, I guess no, the one thing that I could think of is just like to like not use those harsh chemicals. Um, because there's like, there's so many options these days, you know, there's no reason why companies should be using, um, parabens and GMOs and, you know, um, synthetic fragrances, triclosan, all those things like harmful chemicals in their makeup. Like there's no reason why all makeup shouldn't be hypoallergenic. You know what I mean? Um, like women shouldn't have to like not wear things because they have allergies. So I wish that yeah, that, that'd be one thing that I wish I could change. That, that, would, that would change. Sorry, that would change. Because I'm changing yeah. my own brand, but, you know. Right, but you're right. Exactly. Like, you feel like, why should people be excluded? Like, why can't, you know, just everyone be more conscious of, of you know, the ingredients? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Is there, yeah. is there something that you would like to tell people about your brand or about you that they might not know about? Oh gosh! <laughs> I know this one might. I know it's a tough one, but uh, I I know it's like it's like. Well, what would I? You know. Hmm. I don't think. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's fine. It's well, fine. Don't worry. It's you know. What What have people told you like in the past? Like what sort of thing? So just edit this out. It's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, it's fine. No, I, know. I I threw it in there. Like okay, I'll see what she has to say. Because I feel like I covered it. That's but, the thing. Um, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, just, you cover Oh, actually, you know what? Worry. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I'm just thinking. Okay, like one thing that I would love for people to know is that behind every brand, especially a small brand, there's a person. You know what I mean? And I love when people talk to me and like message me, email me, whatever it is, um, and talk to me like I'm a human being. You know what I'm saying? Like not just like a brand. Like people have said to me before, like um, through like when someone met someone like messaged me, they had a question about something. And I responded and I, I explained to them like, you know, whatever they were asking. And she's like, thank you so much for responding. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, they're never going to answer because it's like a brand. And I was like, of course I'm going to answer. Like, I'm running this account. This is, it's me, you know, it's my brand. I want you to be happy and I want you to love yourself and I want you to feel connection because it is like, you know what I mean? So I think, and, and I'm sure a lot of small business owners would say the same thing because, um, yeah. Yeah, that that's just something, and also to, to to be respectful, like through social media and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, um, and I'm sure you feel the same way, by the way, because you're. I mean, you're in the blogging sphere, so right? I'm, like, yes. What? So I mean, I I I think that people are they they're intimidated. You know, they might think like, oh, you know, maybe I'm asking a stupid question. They they oh, they think that it's not a you know that that it's it's not a smart question or you know they just. But as you said, you know, you you care about your customers, you care about your clients, and you want them to you know feel that they could they can ask you whatever they want to ask you and you're, you know, you're human, you're there, you're there to, to help them. So I think that's amazing. Yeah. And I love it. I really do. But I've like, I've developed relationships with, with customers, you know what I mean? And like, like they send me pictures. Like I have some people. I, no, I, there's one person in particular who sends me a picture of herself, like every Arab Shabbos in her lipstick, and I love it. It's like the cutest thing, like the Aww. newest one that she bought. Yeah, and it's like so sweet. And I like I get to know people. I sometimes I follow them and I I watch their stories. I watch their 
you know, I look, I, look, I look at their posts and, and I love it. Like we're creating, it's a community. It's not just about like the lipsticks, you know? Yes. So in terms of the future, what, what are your goals? So I would love to have a full line of products, all natural, of course, high performance products, um, you know, good for like great for all skin types, skin tones. Um, and, and also I would love to add on like organizations to give back to as I add products on, you know? Um, yeah. And then I I mean, actually, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say that. I, I mean, that sounds very exciting. Um, and yeah, go on, go ahead. You Thanks. No, like I was going to say like, we have like, I, I have a list of organizations or I say causes, causes that I would love to give back to. So as we grow, I'm going to add more, you know, causes to our, to our brand, um, to our brand story and, and to our giving back program. Um, it really does. It just, it just feels good to, to be a part of something bigger than yourself, you know? Wow. Yeah. I, I think it's amazing what you're doing. I'm very excited about the future of your brand. Um, and I think like you're just spreading so much positivity. I, I feel okay. like we're a little bit of kindred spirits here, you yeah. know, I love the, the optimism and your excitement for what you do is contagious. So thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Thanks for having for, me for joining us and telling us about your story and um, more about your brand, Carmela Cosmetics. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Michal. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Fashion Detour. I'm available for personal styling and personal shopping. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can always reach out to me through my email, michal at thefashiondetour.com. And on Instagram, you're welcome to direct message me at The Fashion Detour for any of your shopping and styling needs and questions. Thank you so much and have a great week. So be the 
break it down to you and me uptown dancing all around till the disco ball pops but i have to be me and everyone can see your anger is misplaced Stop, no